Lotus FM News with Tracy Validam. Good afternoon. Police have used rubber bullets to disperse a crowd in the Durban CBD. Violence erupted as foreign nationals retaliated when locals tried to loot their shops. Motorists have been urged to avoid the area. Hundreds of people across the greater Etekweni municipality have over the past week been forced to flee to escape attacks and looting. Five people have been killed since the violence started. Most recently, an Ethiopian national was burnt alive when a mob threw a petrol bomb into his shop at Umlazi, south of Deben. Mbusa Mkize is in the CBD. The locals and foreigners have had an altercation. Locals tried to loot stores belonging to foreigners, and foreigners actually responded by grabbing rooms and space and tried to attack the locals. The school then threw rocks at the foreigners and the altercation began. And the police are not ready for this, just erupted out of the blue. Meanwhile, Noomsa General Secretary Ivan Jim has warned that the current polarization in Kusatu is a recipe for some to launch attacks on leaders of transport union Setau. His statement comes after Setau's Gauteng Secretary, Chris Nkosi, was killed on a Johannesburg highway last night. Nkosi was da- gunned down on his home in Germiston on Gauteng's East Rand by unknown assailants. The home of the union's president, June Dube, was also petrol-bombed today. Jim, who is briefing the media, Numsa's forthcoming socialism conference in Johannesburg, says Numsa condemns any violence against members of the unions. We know that, for instance, with subtle tensions that have been existing between us and Satao, uh, some people would want to be so opportunist, who want to suggest that it's possible that it comes from this side in the factions that exist in the Federation. We want to be on record that we condemn it in the strongest terms. And of course, we have no control of loose cannons who are going to be so irresponsible in attempting to create all sorts of propaganda about what is happening. Two women charged with the death of nine-year-old Shahil Superjan earlier this year have made another appearance in the Verlum Court north of Deben. However, the court has still not served an indictment as one of the first accused, 31-year-old Kavitha Naika, still has to undergo a mental assessment at Peter Maritzburg's 4th Napier Hospital. The boy's body was found stuffed in a manhole in his hometown of Phoenix, north of Deben. Naika and her mother, 54-year-old Rajanathi Hariprasad, will remain in Durban's Westville prison until their next appearance on the 14th of next month. The matter is also likely to be transferred to the Durban High Court. The boy's father, Mohammed Shahir Superjan, has called for a harsh sentence for those found guilty. The hardest thing for a father to do ever is to hold his son and lay him down in his grave. I can't express my feelings, however, I just don't know how to express anything anymore. I just want Kavita and her mom to be rightfully punished accordingly to the way God wants it. I feel the law is too easy on them. I want them to pay for every single tear that the child shed. That is all I want for them. I still don't know what was the motive, but you know, if a person is angry, right, they can do anything. More than 140 workers from Golden Glow in Port, in Port Chepston on the KwaZulu-Natal south coast have downed tools demanding permanent employment. The company produces cooking oil and soap. Workers say they have been casual employees for more than five years. The organizer of trade union Sepao, Safiso Nkabinda, says they also want the company to provide them with protective clothing. Nkabinda says they will not go back to work until their demands are met. We need people to be converted to permanent, not to be, to be casualized. 
there's been casual life almost up of more than five years. So we need uh, general workers to get minimum rate of not less than 4,000 rand. And we also need operators and clerks to, to not get less than 7,000 rand. And we also want the company to, 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 to meet the workers to the provident fund because they don't have provident fund. There has been a heavy exchange of fire in eastern Ukraine despite renewed diplomatic efforts to enforce a ceasefire. The Ukrainian military spokesperson says six servicemen have been killed in the past 24 hours. The BBC's David Sten reports. We've been hearing about an upsurge in the fighting around Donetsk, that's the main city in the region, as well as uh, near the port of Mariupol, which is down in the south. Now, it should be said that the ceasefire has never completely taken hold. There's always been some fighting going on, but uh, the Ukrainian government says that it's been it's come under fire 26 times. There has been some fear among Ukrainian officials that there could be another push by the rebels to try to take Mariupol and other areas in the east. Your top story at 3 o'clock. Police have used rubber bullets to disperse a crowd in the Devon CBD. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vilaydama. I'll be back with more news at 4.